reading that law line. I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually playing with. They are, in a group they might come and fucking intimidate me and whatnot. But fuck, they do not understand what the fuck just one person like myself is capable of. They do not fucking understand. No fucking vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood blood. Never! I will fucking die fucking fighting for my forefathers and my fucking lineage. Fuck these motherfuckers. Let's do this. And uh, let me do this. Walter, how are you, sir? I owe you a massive apology. Hello. <laughs> Duh. You know, in this day and age, I thought I would be uh, in and out with a PCR. I dropped the kids off at school early, went to my first hospital, the local one. And, uh, well, we for, for people that tune in, we we sort of set an hour a couple of hours before this to do this stream right and so i go to the first hospital and um of course my battery is on low but i'm explaining i want a pcr test i need to go traveling uh i need a, a negative and they said oh we'll only do pcr tests for people who are ill and i was like oh okay what, what, what am i supposed to do and uh, they said, well, you have to come back an another day and organize a an appointment. So I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and I'm leaving on Sunday, right? So there's, there's, no, there's no chance of uh, an appointment. So there's a bigger hospital that, uh, you know, four or five kilometers away. I go to there. Um, I walk in and... Um, it seemed surprisingly quiet and that hospital is now closed it's moved hey. oh my god <laughs> yeah so, what a nightmare yeah so and I'd, i had uh and i'd had pcr tests done there before 
um, but not by choice. It was just I'd had to go in. It was actually to get the CT scan on my heart because I was just struggling with chest pain after long, I guess, the long COVID component. And it, and they said, no, there's there's no, we can't help you. And I was like, so I'm asking them again, is there anywhere? And so they've built a new hospital. So I turn up at the new hospital. It's massive. And I'm going in one exit after another and or one entrance after another. And they keep telling me, it's there on your left. It's on your left. And then I get round there. And again, it was like, um, oh, we can't, uh, we can't give you, uh, uh, it's just for sick people. And so I said, oh, I've got a sore throat then. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so they so they agreed to do it and it's uh, i'm expecting a phone call in like two hours but i'm like i need i need the result on paper and uh they 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 eventually agreed that they would um give me the negative result but i have to i have to pay but uh, it was and and plus, the thing is it wasn't uh, as i was checking my phone doing the translation i saw the email from you and i was like oh fuck i forgot <laughs> I well no, i'm just glad I, I thought something had, you know i you know with everything being so crazy it's like it's just unlike i was worried that something had happened because it's unlike you to, uh, to, yeah. to not to knock it back so i was concerned but i, yeah. I, I was very relieved to get your email <laughs> yeah dude it was just uh it was just chaos this morning and uh i very nearly had a sudden out death i was so stressed <laughs> well i i mean i i'm just very excited because i don't know if you've read my three most recent posts i i i did and uh this uh, uh strays very uh uh well strays it, it comes very much into uh, an area that i'm uh I, well i've been talking about i've been trying to to highlight this this issue that um these so i consider them extended basal ganglia structures amygdala hippocampus um exist outside of like what's the canonical basal ganglia structures which is the uh the striatum and pallidum and subthalamic and thalamic nuclei but they're they're deep forebrain nuclei mm -hmm. that um do have a lot of um reciprocal connections between these areas either via uh, cortical input from um, the, the the cortical regions that are well amygdala is complex right because it it receives a lot of input and sends output uh, to a lot of areas because of it so many different areas yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and you know one of the um, and and nerving phenomena that I've seen when I've gone in and manipulated those forebrain circuits, particularly nucleus cumbens, you can light up these areas and you can go from a completely healthy functional animal to a dead one within seconds. Wow. Yeah. And we've seen it in monkeys, pigs, and rodents and the we don't have a good reason as to why but it, we know that it happens and the w working 
hypothesis that I had is some sort of autonomic um, uh, collapse, and you know, you, you're sort of honing in on amygdala and um, uh, cardiac dysrhythmia um, is. Uh, is is where we're at. That's that's the bleeding edge, Walter. That's that's where we. Um... Amazing, mm. because it it, it 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 all came from. Um, I was corresponding with Peter McCullough, mm. and he went, Walter. The 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 cardiac and neurological damage is coming from sympathetic overdrive mm. and catecholamine surge, mm. and so that's what I started to base all my research on. Well, what is causing? this sympathetic overdrive and catecholamine surge. And then I realized, uh, you know, I have goosebumps even now when it just, it just lit up in my mind and I realized the spike protein, uh, I, I, well, I'm, all right, I, I'm, I'm fascinated and terrified at the same time mm. because I think we might be dealing with something like rabies where the ultimate goal of the spike protein, I mean, yes, it, it, it sped, it attacks the endothelium. Now I've been talking with JJ Cooey as well. And, and, I, and I think, the spike protein mRNA maybe that might be where it's hiding out and replicating the spike is in the endothelium. Now that's separate brain as well. Um, and the brain is, well, there's endothelium in the brain, of course. Mm. So, so, um, so the spike protein. And if you notice in the, 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 the study I found where they've noticed massive changes in the amygdala, so what what I think is happening is that the spike protein is affecting the amygdala, which is causing sympathetic overdrive, and and also because of the NACHR receptors in the brain, that it is it's an agonist to those, and that's inducing the catecholamine surge. So independent of anything with the heart, the brain is what I believe. And I think when you look at it, long COVID is simply a state of constant sympathetic overdrive. The the the, the, the sympathetic nervous system is put on turbo and it's locked there because of the spike protein's damage. Now, I don't know if, if, it, if it's simply signaling damage or both to the amygdala and, and, and the structures around it. That's what I wanted to talk with you about mm -hmm. is, is it, could it just be signaling? Is it lesions? Is it a combination of the two? Is it the, the, the microvasculature? Is it all three? All, all of the above. All, all of the above. It is and, all the above. Okay. And, and it, it is all the above. It will depend on the individual, right? Some, some people are going to be um, more susceptible along one avenue than another. And, you know, um, some monkeys, it didn't matter how many times you went in and lit that area up, they would be all right. Uh, others, you went in, lit it up, and boom, you, you, you've got really? dead, yeah, you've got a dead monkey in seconds to minutes. And it, it's so fast, right? It's so fast that even though you're watching, like, on... on cameras right so you've got real-time mm -hmm. feedback of what's happening you know you're, you're not in the same uh, isolated room as the animal but you, you're you know we've got multiple multiple cameras that are watching and um you know we up uh, yeah i mean in retrospect should we have had a ekg monitor on but it's very difficult to do that with a monkey uh understandable an awake one but uh, honestly that they can like the 
eyes will stay open. The they'll just sort of eventually realize that 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 everything's just sort of frozen, and you. <laughs> just you know after a while i got keyed into the 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 signals that would be happening but you know where you know were that to happen to some some animal or some person who was doing their normal activity i think it would look very much like what we're seeing right now which is you know people are walking along and then boom they're, they're face down on the the concrete and um you, you know it's they you know every day we're and seeing it can't be revived the, the, the defibrillation doesn't work mm. they can't it, it, the nerves are gone mm. or or, or the, the, the 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 signaling is just the, the whole apparatus is obliterated or, or so or, i or, i think or, there's there may be a few different um how would you say uh, causal pathways to this. So you know the okay. uh, the uh, hindbrain sort of medulla respiratory uh, complexes is one. And you know I, I, you know, right from the beginning, I would try to warn people about Botzinger complex and this. The nuclei are, uh, that are closely associated with it that are just there controlling the rhythm of your breathing and the the um testing uh, you know there to respond to metabolic demand so that you you i don't know you get ready for fight or flight or extended um exertion etc and or, or go the other way you know people who are meditating and what have you that's sort of like a top top down control onto these um these lower autonomic uh centers and you know my my concern is, and you know there seems to be uh, papers now appearing which says which are finding some some evidence of injury in those regions. And I knew it. And th- in that instance, um, if you can't, uh, it, it would be like trying to turn a car over with the with the defib. But if there's if there's nothing there to sort of pick the rhythm up in the in yes. the in the brainstem, right? It, even if you started the heart with a depolarization event and hope that it would kick back up, if there's no if there's no synaptic input coming in to say, okay, now you want to be, you know, maintain a, a beat of fifty beats per minute, for example. Then it won't it won't do anything. Just like when you, you yeah. So you you just click, be you just nothing. be like yeah. You, you'd be like on on the car and nothing would happen. I guess you might get. I mean, there are pacemaker neurons in in the in the heart itself, and but you know my my presumption or my understanding has been no no brainstem no. No way to control you, you. You would have to put in sort of pacemakers and um, you know st- uh, uh, hardware that would sort of maintain the the heart to continue to to beat. And if you look back at at my early work, one of the one of the early observations I made back in 2020 was that people who were dying of severe COVID 
this looks like brainstem death. Yeah. If you look at what happens at when the brainstem dies, the, the, it, it's the exact same mm. mechanisms occurring in the body as when the brainstem. It was I like this is brainstem death. Mm. This uh, is like what happens. To, it, it was and and if you if you look what I posted while while, while you were out. I realized this is why people are dying in their sleep. If you look at my most recent post from tonight, I did two tonight. The most recent one, this explains SIDS because you're having the sympathetic overdrive and the catecholamine surges during REM sleep. And this is what's killing people. Uh, I'm just trying to bring your... Um... Yeah, if you can bring up my sub stack. Yeah. Um... Thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm a subscriber. Um... Give me a link. Okay, there it goes. Let's let's do this and let's do this. And yeah, you're on top. I can be covered. Oh shit! All right. <laughs> um. So, synthesis of my previous two posts: an explanation for recent adult uh, SIDS. Um. You mean uh, sudden adult sudden infant? "Quote unquote sudden infant right, death right. syndrome." Yeah. Adult SIDS. Mm. There have been, you know, this has been referenced in, in some recent papers. Right, this, this use that term. Mm. So you you don't even have to have um, a, a a sort of death in the brainstem such that you get like it's it's dying it's necro it's going through necrosis apoptosis what, it, what you know all the, you can literally just have it such that it just becomes dysregulated so that the rhythmicity of the neurons because these neurons are sort of feeding back off each other to, to just like ah, an engine. Oh, hang on. <laughs> you had enough uh, thank you to sally for the treat uh, sorry someone just uh, said <laughs> i gotta say thank you um the uh yeah so if that rhythm gets disrupted and so one of the first uh clinical reports that came out is in virus uh, there was a uh, m medic who was treating COVID patients, this was in China, who said that she had to stay awake to consciously breathe during the whole period that she was she was sort of in in the intensive care. I guess she I guess she refused the um, intubation and she she stayed awake the whole time. I was just concentrated on breathing in and out because the you you, you do have this top down control right you 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 know if you want you, you can take a deep breath when you want right or when you want to you can control right yeah yeah and um and so you know right back at the beginning I was I was saying that these um so it's cranial nerve seven and uh, the olfactory um bowl, which is how but, it gets in yeah and yeah. um and i found out that there's a, a 13th cranial nerve called accessory nerve zero um which sort of follows the olfactory bulb and um goes to um these deep centers as well and you just have to it, it, inflammation would be enough to start messing around with um, fundamental rhythms, and that's that's the same in like even like the heart. If the heart gets inflamed, one of, one of the issues is is that it just it, it 
uh, gets a dysrhythmia and um, then the next thing you know, you can be, uh, again, uh, making out with the concrete. Uh, right, the, the, the conduction pathways become interrupted. Yes, yeah. And, you know, it's it's in, intriguing right now that what we what we're seeing everywhere and you're seeing video clips of is what appeared to be coming out of China at the beginning. I uh, remember those and everyone claimed that they were just bunk propaganda. And I'm of the opinion that if if it had been circulating longer than we which I which I think is incontrovertible now. Agreed. Um, the and the Chinese who knows what the Chinese were doing and what they knew and how how much they might have um you know, they had vaccines ready to roll out, etc. Who who knows what they might have tried and um you know, I'm less ready to dismiss that those images. I am as well. I was telling people I do not think this is fake. I do not think this is propaganda. Well, the thing is, you then. What was the next country that really got hit? Do you remember? Italy, right? Iran. Italy. Well, oh, Iran. Iran and that's Italy. right. Iran then Italy. Correct. Right. Right. And you had the same images coming out of Iran of people who were just suddenly killed over in the street, and um, you know, and it, and again, it doesn't. It doesn't mean that everyone is is susceptible to these to this pathway it's just it's just it's it's the tapestry of human biology that you're, you're dealing with and um some some will be susceptible to that pathway some will be some won't have any problem at all that the you know whether just like leprosy they just yeah. won't be <laughs> yeah just like leprosy you can throw as much at them and it'll never ever affect them mm -hmm. And, you know, this is the sort of wonder of the immune system, right? The, uh, oh, not just the immune system, but just uh, biology in general and the danger of the, 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 synthetic, the synthetic approach because it, what you're doing is, is you're, 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 you're keying everyone into having the same response, right, by... Uh, by ex um, developing an immune response to the artificial, well, I say artificial, but the, the spike protein as, as translated by the body after gene transfection. I, I'm trying to be um, <laughs> YouTube safe here. Circumspect, so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, um, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of biology and neuroscience which would um, support your premise. Um, and the question is, who's go who's going to who's going to test it? And well, I think we have to. And, and my, my question is, does repeated exposure to the spike protein does it does it wear down the body's ability to prevent this mechanism? In other words, I, I mean, obviously, nothing kills everyone. I mean, that that's that's mm. obvious. But is it possible that repeated exposure will break down one's ability to to resist this this occurrence this is my concern um i do apologize walter um i realize that 
um, the the screen layout didn't go how I wanted, and there was two of me, and I was on top of you. Oh, that's fine. So, so, <laughs> I, I just someone just said in the chat, but no, I, it, it again, it's a question of um, import, import, and and uh, yeah, I'm I'm concerned. I think this this winter will tell us a lot about um, about the the resilience that we have and again i have to i come back to why why are they transfecting with the og original spike is gone mm. sorry mm. Yep. no I'm, <laughs> i i agree that why 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 keep doing it and why it, it would be like giving, like giving the flu vaccine from three years ago what will be the point of doing that it's gone it's not <laughs> mm. it's, well and, and, and what <laughs> I, 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 in my more darker moments, I just wonder: are they, are they trying to? Um, uh, they're looking for recombination events, right? So, you know, there's there's a whole host of um, th these coronaviruses that could potentially recombine all the time. And you mean like what Boston did by putting the Omicron spike yeah. in the original Wuhan strain and coming yeah. up with 80% lethality? That <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And look, the, I, I was looking at a paper this week where um, they'd, oh, I did I briefly went over it and didn't, didn't do it in depth, but um, they were, they showed that uh, respiratory syntitial virus could combine with flu virus. Yes. I saw that. Hmm and and so it's yeah you know i don't i, I don't want to get too conspiratorial but you know how much how much do they know about that type of phenomenon that they that they would keep pumping out a particularly noxious peptide have people keep expressing it in the in what well, in the hope that other other highly transmissible um, viruses of different whole different clades, different. I don't think species really really apply, but clades of virus would would pick it up. And if you'd said to me that RSV, if you said to me a few weeks ago, RSV would merge with uh, influenza, I, I, my understanding would have said no no you you're mistaken sir yeah <laughs> <laughs> go, go back and hit the books and i i just wonder how much biology you know we're dependent on the public domain but who knows what they've done in the behind closed doors that they they would know about something like this well what concerns me is the fact that in Every, basically, when they looked at the amygdala, was greatly changed mm. um, in this study. It's referenced if you look at my uh, in my mm. substack yep. of the amygdala. Um, I have it on the screen. Is, which which? Um, uh, let me let me tell you which paper. Let me look at it myself. Um, maybe, maybe I have the wrong. Uh, is it synthesis of my previous two posts? An explanation no it is two down from that the amygdala sympathetic overdrive that post so if, if you look if you look down um can i get your... you've had enough thank you yes, it's the banner health 
where they say researchers found massive changes in the olfactory bulb and the closely connected amygdala brain region. So, and this is just from October 13th. This is just from two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And my concern is that, you know, is it something akin to the, to the mechanism of rabies where it, it, it hones in on, on the amygdala and the brainstem. If you scroll down this page, uh, well, we, we, we know that we know that to be the the case already um well if you keep going down you'll see and this is my con- uh, keep going keep going please keep going please and one more keep going uh, here it is right here uh you just passed it this one um right here new study reveals this this is it uh okay see massive changes in the olfact this is this is the this is the study Mm. Um. Yeah, this is um all, all all confirmation of stuff from first principles, regional detection histology in descendants with COVID nineteen. Descendants meaning decedents. No, decedents. Oh, died. sorry. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I, said I, did that too. I was, was going to say that's now we're really stretching my uh, my biology. Well, that, that's okay. I looked at my toothpaste one day that was sensodyne and red senescentodyne. So I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's see. What, brains of 42 COVID nineteen, uh, mm-hmm. so decedents, and 107 non COVID nineteen controls were studied. RT PCR screening of 16 regions from 20 COVID nineteen autopsies. Uh, found uh, e-gene viral sequences in seven regions, concentrated, well, uh, olfactory bulb, amygdala, enterhinal area, um, yeah, 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 S-gene. Why, do, why don't they look in uh, basal ganglia proper? Is that where they should be looking? Um, f- yes, I think so. Um, let's have a look. Do they have the whole regions... All the regions that they test uh, if you scroll if you look up to the upper right there's the full text if uh, you look at the uh, right yeah. there yes because the um the basal ganglia and it's sort of a, a lot of input converges onto it and there's a, a lot of sort of crosstalk in those regions and if we have a, a transsynaptic um, pathogen and especially if it gets in through olfactory bulb because that that goes uh, straight to the limbic uh, regions and and uh, yes you have a limbic cortex but there's uh, a lot of your um, the basal ganglia structure it's a, a lot of it is limbic processing because you have to and and closely linked with with motor because you often have to make um, how, how would you say quick reflexive um, changes to behavior and you know sense of smell is one of those where you it, it's like an environmental sensor that that if you think about it is uh, it, it's omnidirectional right it, it, you know it could be coming from behind you and it's like you don't need to see it to sense it 
right and and so you, you you the organism can know that there's a danger in the environment and you if, react very quickly yes yes and and so um you know there's a uh, an area called the substantia nigra um pars compacta which sort of has a uh, close input with um visual pathways right and um it, it's there sort of well it's we look at it for visual system often but there's a there's an olfactory component that sort of maps the same sort of pathways and you know the the, the basal ganglia is all about switching quickly from one behavior to another in in a sort of fluid type motion and when when it de degenerates you get parkinson's when it's um uh sort of hyperactive you get like the tourettisms or the uh the neuropsychiatric type um sequelae like o ocd etc and you you're you, you can become fixated in um uh, one one particular behavior or four etc um but um they say 16 regions let me uh, i want to just see if there's a table it's a fascinating fascinating paper um, so antibody targets primers yeah 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 Gets, give us the neuroscience <laughs> uh results okay people with dead um here we go so amygdala olfactory valve Entorhinal cortex. Maybe they didn't look elsewhere. I don't recall seeing that. Well, I mean, there th th there have been studies which have um, shown it in the in the basal ganglia, but you know, there there isn't the there isn't enough investigation going on and you know the fact that the fact that you would find um amygdala entorhinal cortex uh implicated here and you know olfactory bulb i m my instinct would be to look oh is this uh no this is just uh, uh, these are these long lists of uh proteonomic changes right the uh, and genomic it's uh yes <laughs> yeah there's um but look at this. I mean, mm. yes, um, it's not a surprise to me. Um, now, the, the question the question becomes in, in your uh, hypothesis is um, is is there is, is there a um, knock-on knock-on effect that would impact the autonomic nervous system to to cause a, uh, a sudden cardiac arrest. Well, yes. If you go if you go back to the uh, if you go back to my post, you'll see that. And um, the, the the Takotsubo syndrome, mm. yeah, which which is being seen post-vaccination and post-COVID, mm. mm. both. Mm. 
and it's it, the papers are right here for both. If you go back to if if you go back up, you'll see with the sympathetic overdrive. See long COVID, mm. and if you go up vaccination, both. And these are recent papers published. Yes, I believe so. So, so very early on, there were um, two teenagers post-vaccine. They did autopsy on, and the the diagnosis was um, catecholamine hypertoxicity as a as a signature for that. And I'm trying to remember how they how they. Um, quantified that and it was if i remember it was to do with a, a sort of necrosis pattern that appeared a, a very particular necrosis pattern and i i actually had uh richard dr fleming on to sort of describe the the pathology in that case because it's it's sort of outside of my um wheelhouse as it were my you know my area is yeah all all these regions impinge onto areas that have to be involved in fast autonomic control and let's say just the metric that you use is fight or flight well, not not just fight or flight um mating as well is another sort of um visceral sort of behavior that that you change very uh, quickly too, and sports, sports. Uh, yeah. Wait, but, but, but my point here is that, I, in other words, there could be many. There, there could be the acute, which might have the. But this is following vaccination, which is acute, but then long COVID, which mm. would be chronic. And this is my point: is that it's the same result, but mm. it might be occurring slightly differently but in other words it, it could be necrosis acutely but it could be nachr well, agonist chronically so yes um that's my point so so chronically there's uh that you have to also take into account the um up uh microglia activation chronic microglia activation and so that's happening around all these critical nuclei as well, right? That's, this is this is what I was talking about earlier. If you, um, it doesn't it, it doesn't require that the cells are dying. It just requires that they become dysregulated, and in such an instance, you know, maybe you know, twenty percent are still firing normally, and that's enough that you wouldn't have a problem. But as soon as you mm -hmm put a stress onto the system then then you're gonna find yourself sort of um you know tipping into this uh i, I don't know the, the, is it is it a real diagnosis sudden adult death syndrome is or is that something that just the the press have have come well, up i think with? it's that the press has, has you know i mean yeah. I, i've seen some serious papers uh, talk about it but I, I i i think it all goes to the if you look at the the post, my post from earlier today shows how this how NACHR receptors, um, when they're 
when they're activated, release cause the release of catecholamines. And so that's how I believe we're seeing this in, in long COVID. And what I'm concerned about is, in other words, it, it's as if, you, you know, that, 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 that moment when you're like, you know, if, if, if you have, if you've ever had sort of, you know, like a, you know, when your body is, is, is suffering from, from pain and stress, but it's almost as if you're not aware of it. I don't, you know, because as, as far as I know, endothelial cells don't have pain receptors, right? Um, endothelial cells don't have pain receptors. I'm not so sure. Because I, I mean, I don't know of anyone who has, you know, who has pain when, when they're, when they're endothelial, you know, uh, and I wanted to ask you that question because I can't find any any evidence that they do. Because if they don't, then it, your body could be having the same reaction because of the immense microvascular damage, but you don't feel the pain. receptors that look. But so, I can't find any evidence that they have pain receptors. So the. the the neuroscience answer that I give to that is there's no pain receptors in the brain, surprisingly, right? And there's endothelium in the brain. There's endothelial cells in the brain. Yeah, that's, let, let me just. Um... Yeah, I wanted to ask you that because it's important because if there are no pain receptors in the endothelium, then your body could be going through the reactions of tremendous injury and yet you're not aware of it. And I think this could be a, this could be very important. And that's why I wanted to ask you. I can't find any pain receptors with the nociceptor, right? I can't find any of those in the endothelium. I, I've looked for this myself, and I can't find any. So my 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 assumption is that the endothelium feels no pain when it's injured, so and if you're having a va vast just a quick, quick look and um and yeah. en endothelial cells contribute to hyperalgesia endothelian hyperalgesia um i would my instinct is to say that i, I would be surprised if there isn't in in the endothelium because it's it's but you don't feel but cerebrovascular injury you don't feel it you know when there's microvascular injury in the brain you're not feeling any pain mm. yeah it's, it's a good it's a good question i don't think there are oh i'll um <laughs> just people in the, in the chat say pain isn't real uh, well, <laughs> Um, so Maples, he's a doctor, says cells don't feel pain as far as I know. However, they do have one pain receptor, TRPV1. Um, um, yeah, I, of course, inflammation causes pain, but the, the question is, uh, yeah. uh, is, is, there, is there a receptor on endothelium that responds to pain signaling molecules and yeah it's it's i'd i'd, I'd have to dig in and if I, you, I if, wanted to ask you because i can't find the clear answer 
because if if not, then that, then it could be you know it, 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 it you know it, it could be that there is tremendous um your body is is having the reaction of tremendous injury, but you're not feeling it. You don't know it. Mm. Now I know that there's been cases of pain being dulled through COVID, and I wonder if this is related. Because you notice that there, there have been people who have have had their sense of pain dulled mm. from having COVID. Mm. So I, I'm wondering if, if 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 it's possible that you know that your body is in this 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 which of course pain causes your sympathetic nerve. You know, I mean the the sympath contributes to sympathetic overdrive. So if the endothelium is being attacked by the spike protein and it's chronic and it's it's causing you know in addition to the microclotting and everything like that. It's also causing not only through direct interaction with the amygdala and 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 that system that is putting the body in in in, in sympathetic you've, you've overdrive. Which I think me, you, you stumped me. Huh? You stumped me. Bro, I stumped myself. I mean. <laughs> That's that end. It's a I, very interesting question. Yeah, my my intuition would say that they do because you've got to i don't know say you get say you injure a muscle what's what's signaling the pain there when i mean because the vasculature becomes leaky and um right but it's not the vascular it's because of the leak that you feel the pain the the, the pressure from the leakiness is what causes that inflammation what causes the pain it's not the blood vessel itself hmm. but then you've got all the um substance p and oh, there's a there's a whole cascade of um signaling molecules systemically that you would uh, uh, it would seem counterintuitive to me that they they wouldn't have a a receptor and um i want to just go back to what maples were saying trpv1 receptor let's just let's just okay look look for this um now look um when i say that the brain doesn't feel pain um that's not ever anything i've tested right i just i i just took the assumption that's what people told me so, so i believed them right but now now i'm in a i'm in a world where i don't believe anything uh the trpv1 um Yeah, PV1 receptors and non-selective cation channels that are sensitized for noxious stimuli leading to inflammatory conditions and pain. Um, yeah, but where are they located? Well, it responds to capsaicin, so cap cap capsaicin. Is that how you say oh, it? peppers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that doesn't say where they're located. Yeah, let's let's just see where the location is. Um, because you know when. When they, when you when they say the brain doesn't feel pain, but you still get headaches, right? And so my assumption would have been that it's 
vasculature that would be causing that because you know abnormal blood flow is is associated with you know sort of migraine and um, well, I've always thought that that you know, but to me that that's because the blood vessels become leaky because of the inflammation, and it's that 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 fluid that leaks out that causes the pressure and the pain. Is my understanding? Uh, do, do, do. No, they seem to be a central, uh, a peripheral and central nervous system receptor uh, found on no susceptive peripheral nervous system. No, nothing for... Uh, yeah, I don't see them in the endothelium. Yeah, endothelial. Very, very good I, I've been I've been looking for this for days, and I can't <laughs> find an answer either yeah, way. So, so me just plugging into... Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not going not to help, is it? Endothelium. No, I've tried this. I can't find an answer. <laughs> Uh, endothelin receptor. But that's endothelin, that's not the endothelial cell itself. Um, yeah, but if they're part of if they're part of the endothelial cells, because it would be a it would be a receptor on the cells. So endogenous endothelin peptides participate. Mm -mm -mm. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I, th this is something now that. Um, I'm gonna have to. It's a fascinating question, and and, and mm. I don't know how to find the answer. Mm. So, so I mean, sort of moving on from that. But the the point right. being, you, you think that um, because there isn't um, a, a, a well honed pain pain perceiving mechanism as part of the endothelium that you have this, um, you can start developing these well all the pathways of of, of injury mm. are activated but there's no pain so in other words you know you, you know how you are like if, if you have like a, a god forbid a, a kidney store or something like that how the sympathetic nervous system and you know you, you oh, i've had a few they, look they're, at they're excruciating right yeah i've had one and but, Just you know, one, but to me so many people from from, from what i hear about long COVID, it's almost like without the, 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 the kidney pain, of course, but their body is in that state. And, it, 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 you know, they can't sleep. They can't, you know, the, everything is on edge and the, the, the heart, it, you know, it's almost as if all, all the pathways are activated of severe pain, but there's no pain being felt. And I'm just wondering if the injury done to the endothelium, which is so much, is activating these pathways, yet there's no pain receptor that letting you know what's causing it. And if you look at the, the, the sympathetic overdrive, I'm trying to figure out what could cause such an unbelievable sympathetic overdrive, and that could be a contributing factor. It certainly makes sense. I just don't know how to prove it. Well, th th this... This is where it's important to start getting to the the bench work, and you know that's right. priority number one when we get back is to um, start start uh, well with rodents at least. Just um, so part part of what I want to do is um, sort of constant behavioural surveillance because that's a good way of telling whether whether an animal is in distress, right? Um, you you check normal motor 
behaviors and you know in in a normal case there'll be some exploratory behavior there'll be grooming and the animal will sort of switch between behaviors but then if they're if they're in a state of ill ill health then often you know they they'll stay in one spot the fur gets a bit um matted etc and and they don't uh, they don't move and so one of the one of the things that i want to do is um expose them to spike and then yes. and then see how how much the normal behavior is impacted and it might it might be that you you don't see anything but you open them up and then you'll find the uh, the signatures for um, the clotting and uh, and the microvascular damage. Yeah, yeah. The, but in in this instance, you know where where to look for the microvascular damage outside of the injection site. That's the that's the tough. Well, what makes me think is that you know remember COVID toes. There was no pain, but they would have the mm, the the red the uh, discoloration from yeah. the what well, is probably microvascular damage mm. it's just something you don't hear about much anymore covid toes right <laughs> no you don't so i'm wondering is all this the wuhan spike which of course brings us full circle to why are they anyway i don't want to think about that but mm. well no it's um it, it does need thinking about i, I it, it's the it's the big question why why keep putting in the OG spike? What's, what's I don't understand. It makes absolutely it boggles my mind. I can find no reason for it. Mm, because uh, we know on that spike are all these epitopes that w one the cholinergic targeting um, peptides are there. The obviously the prion domain in the receptor binding motif, the furin cleavage site, and you know this is something that Charles has brought up. Um, many a time, which is, he's got video of um, Barrick and uh, uh, I forget the conference. I think it was like 2014, and they they specifically say, oh, we we would remove things like furin cleavage sites from from vaccines because we you know they understood the risk back then, right, and. And so we have to, we have to, well, it's a, it's a question that needs um, constantly raising and, and hammering home. Who, who made the decision to keep it in such that uh, all the, and not only that, there are all these flanking sequences that go with um, the, uh, well, the, the HIV-like epitopes and uh, binding to, uh, the dendritic cells, and um, I was doing a, a paper this week, which um, the S2 subunit being uh, uh, causal for amyloidosis. And yes, I'm so I, I, I wrote a post about that uh, over the summer. Absolutely. Mm. And um, you you have to you have to keep. Well, at at this stage, I I just. I'm presuming the worst in, in this these instances, and and again, if your premise is correct that um, spike protein getting into brain regions of uh, 
right, acute sensitivity um, is is a but on, on the bright side, people if, need if, to swing. If, if, well, if, if, but there, there could be on the bright side that you know that the more recent um, evolution of the spike may not have these effects. So there is some good news potentially in all of this as well. Well, no. So the Omicron in this paper I looked at, the S two subunit was still amyloidogenic. Oh, it was still okay. Yeah, and the so again, it's it's not a it's not an easy case of um, just just saying it's changed now. We don't have to worry about. We don't have it. to. Worry. Yeah, it, I I was not expecting that to be the case. So mm. yeah. And you know, well, it's like I said at the beginning, if if suddenly um, completely unrelated viruses like RSV and um, well, are they? I don't know. That's a big assumption to make, right? Are they completely unrelated? The flu and the um, respiratory syncytial virus. Um, Can you put spike into monkeys and look at and look at the amygdala and those structures? I mean, I I could do that. The, the Question. Could you do that? Yeah, it's cost, right? I mean, oh, it's I mean, cost. That's the that's the <laughs> that's the primary issue stopping us right now. And look, I I had approval to do it, but um, you know, even knowing these people, they wanted two million dollars to what? Yeah, that that's in the ballpark for um, wow that type of study and in. For me to get monkeys in Japan, it's a bunch of paperwork that I don't have to do if I'm using rodents. Now, can you do it with? Can you do it with with rodents? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I've um, I've even I even got a stereotaxic frame um, to directly inject it into the brain just to um, just to see what the effects would be. And if you could do that and, and look at the amygdala and, and the related structures, that would be amazing. Well, that's that's the idea. Um, you know, the, <gasps> the, the objection would be that, oh, you've gone and put it straight into the brain. So um, how does that relate to uh, vaccines? And well, you know, what, why um, why shouldn't we? Um, why shouldn't we do it? <laughs> we need to know. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a whole slew of questions that. Um, if you could do that, Kevin, that would be such a great. I'm, I'm afraid I know what you're going to find, but you know. Oh, I have a pretty good idea. What? Well, yeah. <laughs> the, the the point is is to go beyond um, hypothesis. Uh, yeah, and and say you know there's there's the. There's your problem, Governor. You want yes. <laughs> well, I, 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 I mean, I, I think we definitely have some great ideas as to how to move forward, and I, I really think, you know, I mean, think about it: obesity, diabetes. These are all sympathetic overdrive diseases. Mm. So everything is sort of falling into place. Well, amyloidogenic diseases as well. That's that's what I would say as well. That overlap. Mm. Yep, and the you know the the, the 
so with trying to find uh, signatures for uh, um, sympathetic overdrive, right? In in a rodent, it's kind of kind of difficult because anything you do, you're handling them, so you would your immediate blood chemistry is going to be impacted by that, right? So even unless unless well. No, it wouldn't work. I was, was going to say, unless you had some sort of port on them that you could just sort of draw from, but that's some um, really tricky, tricky surgery, and the chances of it um, maintaining itself for the duration of experiment are virtually zero. But um, you know, the what studies have been done, right? So there's this, there's the one where they they compared vaccine intramuscularly and then they did intravenous and they uh, and in the intravenous they show that there's all this um cardiac inflammation right and but the problem with that experiment is is that they wait just 24 hours before doing you know before sacrificing the animal and then taking out the the heart or, or looking at the heart, et cetera. Right. We don't know any further, which is mm -hmm. my, 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 my statement from the very beginning is like, give these. And I remember talking to some very prominent um, vaccine researchers throughout the world. And they told me they were not allowed to let the animals live to find out what happened. Is that true? They were not allowed. They had to sacrifice the animals X days post, um, post of vaccination they were not this, allowed this is why so uh, this is why you need uh mccann dojo lab on the case <laughs> we'll, uh, wait say that again we need mccann dojo lab on the case yes to, uh, i mean but, i mean but, but even then i was told i go what he uses well because he says you know I, I i didn't realize this because i i don't uh i don't have a lab is that is that you is that i guess you're under a legal agreement when you're given uh, these these vaccines from the companies that you can only use them for what you signed up. You can't use them for anything else, apparently. Uh, At having least having never spoke to these companies with vaccines, I couldn't answer that, but it wouldn't surprise me. And yeah, he said, well, I couldn't if I wanted to because you sign an agreement to only use them for the study and you can't use them for anything else. No shit. Yeah, that, that wouldn't surprise me. And of, of course, the vaccine company is just basically in CYA mode just to make sure that, um, you know, data, data that's a surprise doesn't, uh, doesn't get into the. Literature. Well, yes. If you don't look, you can't, if you, if, if you don't look, then you won't see. So mm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> seek and you shall find, do yeah. not see, and you shall not find, <laughs> you shall not seek. So <laughs> Yeah. And you know, the, the whole point of the experiments, that we're going to do is is to look at longer term effects where we yes. uh, will put them through boosting schedules right and we'll, we'll have a cohort that is boosted and um keep will keep receiving it iv and well the brain injection you can just do the once thank you kevin but the yeah, there's a there's a whole well my my 
hypothesis is, is that you're going to you're going to see the um, severe amyloidosis. That's that's oh for sure. That that's what I want to be able to demonstrate. And if that's the case, in in my mind, that that should be enough to put a halt to you know any anything approximating a mandate right now. Oh, of course, and I also think you're going to see all kind I, I believe you'll see all kinds of things happen mm. um well so we can get um disease model rodents so uh cancer uh ones that are prone to cancer colorectal cancer uh ones that are hypertensive ones that are diabetic and these are these are all platforms that need testing because you know Look at the insane situation we're in right now, where the, where the you know, I, I sort of, I have you over here. I should put you over here so I, I'm sort of talking to you at the camera. Because okay. <laughs> I'm not ignoring you. It's just the the, the layout is. Uh, oh, that's uh, fine. Uh, the, the we find ourselves in in the bizarre situation where going off eight rodents, they've given the all clear to this next um, iteration of the gene transfection technologies which is which is an absurd I, I i can't to me that's a that's a complete breakdown of everything that i understood with respect to um any drug that's rolled out any it's insane yeah yeah and it's and, just insane and not even drugs even just like medical devices Right. Anything. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> Anything. It's, it's usually. I mean, you know, you see how, how they they've shut down things after after a very small number of, of adverse events and things have been completely products have been pulled. Mm. The whole thing is just completely insane to me. Mm. And th th to me, that just indicates that we're we're looking at the more darker end of the spectrum here with with people's motivations i i i i don't know what other conclusion to uh i don't right know now. either because the, the again if, if you just went back to the cholinergic toxicity component now i i don't know how much that's changed in the uh, the current circulating variants i i don't but we do know that they were there in the Wuhan strain, and you know this was this was one of the things that I would harp on a lot right at the beginning because this this has a uh, peripherally it has an impact on your ability to um, mediate uh, the or control inflammation, right? So the, the, if you if you and if we're to believe the pharmaco pharmacology. Right, that there are that these are irreversible. Um, well, if you want to call them agonists or, or, or irreversible binding to the to the cholinergic receptors and basically and uh, uh, knocking them out of action, such that uh, subsequent release of choline isn't able to induce the um, the calming effects that you that you want on. Um, on these cytokine storms, that's that's how this feedback loop is occurring. And um, well, 
who again who who keeps making the decisions here and i would i would continue to expect like I say you've you've done a you know short term mid medium and long term effects you know uh, uh, the well it'll depend where uh, where you look and the, of course the different again comes down to the individual but if if the end point is this long hauler type state that um i i would i would argue is is going to make you prone to a whole host of other pathologies right because you've been shunted in into this state I, and i i look at it as accelerated aging right because it's absolutely and that's how i looked at it from the very beginning hmm. but if but if you're in constant sympathetic overdrive you will die hmm. and rather quickly and yeah. especially when you throw in a, a, a catecholamine surge on top of it i mean it's a it's a perfect recipe for instant death hmm. yeah to have a, a to be in 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 sympathetic overdrive basically permanently and then you throw in a catecholamine surge mm. i can't think of a better way to take someone out as you as you noticed from the experiments they're, they're gone in an instant yeah and like i say i'm well the first couple of times i saw that i was like <laughs> yeah i was like oh shit i'm in i'm in trouble now <laughs> But it's happening, and it's. And we read about it every day in the papers, yeah. and it, you know it is happening. And this is what really concerns me, is I believe I've found this mechanism. This is what's happening that, especially in sleep, when both are are activated, the the auto, the, the, the sympathetic nervous system and catecholamine release mm. in REM sleep. Mm. And I think this is why people like say died. How many times have you read of? people in their 20s and teenagers being found dead in bed yeah yeah and that that was the first this is why that the, the first autopsy that we saw was two teenagers that post vaccine that that died in their sleep and like i said i wish it was so long ago now and not being a cardiologist i can't i can't remember the exact uh signatures that they looked for but the 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 I remember the conclusion being uh, uh, catecholamine toxicity, I think, was the, the phrase that they yes. used. And both in their sleep. Both in their sleep. Which is when REM, which is when the catecholamine surge occurs during REM sleep. And it gets more and more intense with each cycle of REM sleep. Oh, is that true? I didn't and, know that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and if you look at the sympathetic overdrive, this is long. Look at this is long COVID. Mm -hmm. The pox, the you know the the the, the um, poor sleep, the, the even the erectile dysfunction. I mean, this is this is long COVID. Mm -hmm. The sympathetic overdrive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, all, all, all very. Um chronic fatigue anxiety it's all there mm. the blood well, pressure I, issues i i i would put it in the context of the brain inflammation general brain inflammation as well um oh i i, I agree completely but, but but i mean i i think there is acute and i you know 
I call it acute spike protein damage and then chronic spike protein damage. Mm-hmm. And I think that that can throw all of us off is that we get focused. It's both. Mm-hmm. There is the acute assaults of the spike protein and then the chronic condition. Uh, and the question is, you know, it, 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 is it, for instance, there's a paper, uh, if you if you go back in my, you don't have to, 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 to do it now, but there's a paper that shows that people in with long COVID have spike protein circulating. Mm, mm, yeah. So where is it coming from? Well, th- this is this is why I've always, you have to look at um, immuno-privileged regions, and the primary one would be the central nervous system. It's the same in HIV, right? That right um, they get them clear uh systemically of hiv uh saint nick is in the chat no doubt he's uh <laughs> correct me but my understanding was that the the reservoir that was the problem was the brain and they couldn't get the uh what, what do you call them the what's the drugs they use oh the 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 uh the the protease inhibitors. The protease inhibitors, yeah, they don't yes. pass the blood-brain barrier, so that so it's it's a, a case of, and like HIV, it's probably uh, like SARS, it's probably in there, and knows it doesn't have to um, churn out huge amounts of copies. It's in a place where it can sort of yeah, I'm I'm in here now, and um, I can wait for ah wait for the next uh, next illness to come along and then i can um when the immune system is busy i can yeah i can send out a whole bunch of um extra copies of myself and and you know these are these are tricky you know i don't want to i don't want to infer um conscious intent to the the virus but you know that they, they've um they've learned to exploit all as many avenues as possible and you know the yeah it's brain and where where else central nervous system i don't i don't know anywhere else that would be that that prone to the degree of protection that the central nervous system has. So, like I say, my my working assumption is it's uh, it's in the brain or central nervous tissue. It's uh, feeding out a constant rate of spike protein, which they're able to detect in these patients. And yeah, what do you what do you do to get it under control? I I, I don't know. No one, no one. Has I mean, that's to... what I'm working on. Is I mean, uh, you know, how, how you know. Plus, there's some evidence that it's very difficult. Like a prion, it's very difficult to degrade the Shit, spike you, protein. Dude, you know what? Um, I've got to grab my telephone because I'm just because that PCR test. Um, yes, I'm supposed to be waiting for a call, but um, no, no, that's I, fine. I, of course, I'll put, I'll put your uh, um, your. Well, it's actually fine because it's eleven o'clock at night here. So if, if you'd like to, it's it's been a wonderful session. If if you'd like to 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 wrap it up, I think we've said the important things for tonight. Uh, well, I I didn't mean to sort of uh cut you. Well, no, it's fine because it's actually eleven o'clock here, so oh, that okay, would actually work okay, out perfectly. Okay. Then, um, in that case, uh, I think we've uh 
Well, I have to apologize to you for the uh, the the mess well, that's thank you, Kevin. Thank you very much for for the opportunity to chat with you again. And it's been uh, again a lot accomplished and a lot. I, I, I'm very well, hopeful that, that. Well, that's um, I I, I was uh, if you want to uh, get some ideas across and you want to get on uh, uh, some national coverage tomorrow nine o'clock. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. You can join us for uh, Roundtable on Clyde Lewis Show. Um, we go out across uh, across the US, biggest uh, biggest radio show on terrestrial US uh, radio. It, what uh nine o'clock AM or PM? Uh, PM. Nine o'clock tomorrow night uh, Pacific Time. Yeah. Um, that's midnight here. Um, if I yeah, please send me some links and details, and if I can, I I will. So we can. Uh, there's something to discuss. Charles will be there. Um, I was hoping Jay, but I haven't heard back from him. But I, I'm I presume he's still traveling. So, um, but please, you're more than welcome to. Sorry, it's such short notice, but um, no, that's right. what. What's the show again? Clyde Lewis. It's more the sort of conspiracy <laughs> end of the spectrum. But oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not NPR. But um, look, uh, the conspiracy theorists were all right. <laughs> well, they were if, all right. if I'm free, then absolutely. And and and, and uh, when are you traveling? Sunday. Well, um, if I don't see you, I hope you have a very safe and pleasant journey. Uh, well, thank you very much, Walter. Um, it's always a pleasure. Um, I'll, I'll absolutely. Keep, I'll, I'll keep streaming for a little bit, folks. I've just got to grab my uh, grab my telephone. <laughs> well thank you and thank you to all for listening and have a wonderful evening and i'm just going to keep riffing on on your um on your uh beautiful uh diagram here thank you thank you okay all right ciao all right how do i get out of this all right so uh just bear with me folks um i've got to um I've got to uh, get my phone because uh, I had uh, a nightmare this morning with PCR. Just uh, bear with me. Uh, there you go, folks. Uh, the powerful uh, Walter 
Well, chestnut. Uh, we were right. Don't forget the deadly chemtrails. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So um, yes, good to uh, good to speak to Walter there. And um, I'm hoping, uh, yeah, you know, I'm trying to set up so we can I can do a stream. I'm desperate not to have to take this camera with me and um i know i know i've gone and screwed up because i've gone and got i should have just bit the bullet and got an ex more expensive handy cam um but uh i'm trying to set up the stream so i can stream the uh the seminar that i'm at which i've still got to make by the way um lots of um how should I say, lots of just running around in the background trying to get things sorted. And I've been trying to, um, I, I thought I would have had everything yesterday, didn't arrive till today. And um, yeah, it's a, a complete nightmare. So I, I'll, I'm just going to finish up with, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to just sort of hang up on folks. Um, I'm going to uh, read some comments. Um Mutton been slating me, Doc. Uh, Arx tagged you on Telegram. <laughs> uh, where? Let's uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Okay, I have to take word for it that this person is a member of the BNP. Assume you have no link to prove it. Can you now explain how someone's political affiliation affects their ability to analyse interpret science? Because I've never seen published player claiming a link i assume you've not seen his rants ridiculous claims about prions and other nonsense hey still doesn't get the prions <laughs> oh dear mutton man uh well all i can say is uh if everyone's uh interested uh in mutton man you can always find him at swearedalemutton.com there he is mutton man uh let me just uh put on me uh camera here <laughs> um but uh yeah um yeah go tell him about the prions go tell him about the amyloidosis from spike protein <laughs> uh let's see spike is intellectual property without a proper immunogen the vax would stimulate the immune system uh that's what jc says uh that's why they will never move away from the wuhan spike yeah um that's a fair um argument to take and um the uh how should we say uh could be could be uh could be a big reason um that that, that would be the better end of the spectrum um but the uh, the the more dark end is that uh, that they're looking to inflict harm. Uh, let's see. Uh, Robert Lyons said they spent much more money on biodefense than nuclear. Um, yeah, uh, I'm. I, I wouldn't doubt that for a minute. Uh, swarm like in a pub. One random natural meets one random manufactured in here. Off site, who knows what the probabilities are, but might be impossible. Recombination and new one born. 
Uh, I was curious if synthetic enzyme or jiggering and jaggering carefully to stay away of unknown new delivery systems, new ideas in delivery, mRNA, etc. Well, uh, look at Mark's work on the um, about vaping. Didn't they use a fake threat of nukes to push biodefense research? Uh, I'm not sure. Structure of coronavirus hemagglutinin esterase offers insights into corona and influenza virus evolution. PNAS 2008. Thank you, Nick. Uh, Anxious Aussie, good to see you. Uh, the Serapetase has been around for years, not in USA, but used in EU countries and Asia, not new at all. Uh, yeah, Serapetase, um, I want to think it comes from daikon radish. Um, Serapetase daikon radish. Um Uh, Serapetase is the chemical that silkworm produces. Now it's served with daikon radish. Right? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I I, rep I have um, some. I remember a Japanese person telling me serapetase came from uh, daikon. Um, I don't know how true that is, but um, daikon radish is good for you. Tastes terrible though. Uh, all right. Let's see. Uh, ACE2 in the brainstem, vagus affecting digestive, salivary, pupillary function, parasympathetic, sympathetic, dysautonomias, uh, interspecies transmission, emergence of novel lessons from bats and birds, trends in microbiology, 2013. Uh, sounds like a One Health uh, nightmare. Uh, let's see. Oops. Um, I still haven't been on Dojo Discord yet, still two plus years. I have many irons in the fire. My to-do list is slow going. <laughs> well, we appreciate you in the chat, Holly. Uh, let's see. Application of Cleveland activation mutants of influenza virus as live vaccines replicating vaccines. Uh, St. Nick bombing the chat with uh, some science. Uh, Catcholamines are high in hyperadrenergic uh, pots. Uh, I've I'd have no doubts. Speaking of my man, Richard, he's due for an interview. Uh, I'll be meeting Richard uh, in Texas. Uh, let's see. Angina of chest pain is the main symptom of endothelial dysfunction in coronary arteries. The chest pain is a result of your arteries closing when they should be open. Yeah, look, the, the question about um, do endothelial tissues have pain receptors? Now, even even if they don't have pain receptors, I would imagine that there are nerve ending, nociceptive nerve endings embedded into endothelia. So um, I would say that. Um, Pain, oh yeah, did that, uh, infrared did that. Um, endothelial signals trigger pain receptors in sensory nerve terminals. Tissues don't feel pain themselves, as far as my neuroanatomy goes. Yeah, so, um, it's, yeah, it's the embedding of the nerve endings in the tissue that, uh, that would be the, 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 the anatomy but I guess, you know, are the, would the tissue 
you would you would want it to be able to respond to inflammatory factors and what have you to to be adaptive in some way so um there's that all right um uh, there are no pain receptors in the brain. Yeah, that's that's always what I've, I've been told. It's just the dura has um, pain receptors. But then, you know, what, what gives you the deep headaches? And I've, I presume, I presume the vasculature, changes in vasculature, pressure there, but... Um, feel the pressure in your eye sockets when you have a closed head wound injury um i i would say this from tbi you feel pain everywhere <laughs> a dj in the chat uh good to see you bro um uh, see the question that becomes what is pain that's a question for neuroscientists and neurology will have a way to look at it very sensory nerve focused mm. yeah um it was it was going to be my other domain to go into if it wasn't um what i chose which was basal ganglia but basal ganglia seemed to sit at the um the heart of everything so i went i went for that uh there's a lot of vaxxed hose which apparently has the same pathways of covid triggered perneo like lesions um okay Eric needs some enhanced interrogation. Uh, let's see. Don't lock the door. Push the pedal through the floor. Give it loads and then some more. It's a higher car, baby. Oh, I'm getting a uh, higher car. Uh, let's see. Hey, Doc. Hey, everyone. I'm my Walter. Dear Doc, please let Walter know how important this work is to us. Thank you so very much. I'm late. Out for client dinner. Making dollars. Oh, uh, you you make those dollars, Jana. Just uh, how you do it. You, you send. Uh, you're always good for the dog. Uh, any any donos much appreciated let me just check if uh, there's been any uh, via the uh, tip jar oh yeah one uh, let me see uh, I want to shout out to um, uh, someone in Colorado got an idea who that is but uh, thank you much much appreciated uh, let's see, multiple factors involved individual genetics, comorbidities, pathogen, pre-existing dormant pathogens, toxins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I say, the, the you know, people trying to think that there's just one one way and one way only that um, illness arises. Uh, it, it, it doesn't work like that. Let's see, my medication is not reducing my high blood pressure. Some days I can't get it below the 175 mark. Seems to step all night. Mine was 107 over 73 today. Um, uh, do, 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 do. It's a fucking gong show that we aren't hearing about testing. What's in that shite? Yep. Um, I'm not jab. I only had Omicron. Also not jab. I had flu a year ago, but never tested it. Guafenicin syrup for bad coughs, but used to cure for syphilis. Is that true? I didn't know that. Now, now when I get syphilis, I don't know what to do. Uh, let's see. Seeing Kev mirrored is blowing my mind, man. Um, sorry. Uh, order some SV40 Hella cells. Let's have a party. Um, 
just uh <laughs> it just Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, natural source. Okay, it's so insanely absurd. Let it burn. Yes. Um, let it all burn. Why was the US only country to get the BA45 OG shot? Everyone else has BA1. I don't know. I don't know. Again, there's a, there's a lot of should we say jiggering and jaggering going on. Uh, let's see. I seriously wonder how many people manifested cancer post-COVID jab. Um, a lot. You might want to speak to your doc first to try them together at first. I don't know. Uh, let's see. So many have died. Yeah, and that's the um, thing to keep in mind, that we're, we're dealing with excess death uh, um, <laughs> everywhere, which means that the uh, vaccines haven't done what they were supposed to do. If you want to know if it brings back cancer and remission, I had two friends in remission, both vaxxed, both dead now. Oof. That's rough. Uh, let's see. I could make a long, long list of new medical problems I have post-long COVID. Yeah. Um, and Maple says, exactly well, acute and chronic spike damage. Yeah. And again, this is, you have to think on multiple time scales all the time. And what, you think, uh, you think... The amyloid buildup. Um, that that's a that's a slow burn, baby. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. I'm glad I'm drunk again. I wouldn't sleep a wink. Come Betty, bye bye times. Oh, okay. <laughs> Deep reservoirs are a problem. Like herpes. Yep. Uh, Doc Kevin is too small on the screen. Well, I hope uh, I've solved that issue right now. Um, I'd rather Kevin in the guest be full screen and without the document on the screen. Well, it made it easier for scrolling through. Uh, let's see. Um, also, the nervous system is in overdrive constantly. Good for piezoelectric energy harvesting. <laughs> I don't think we're quite in the matrix yet. Uh, maybe the glymphatic system is helping act as a reservoir. Um, maybe. Uh, I just, you know what? I just don't know enough about about that system i mean the it's it's mapping and um the, the details of it it's still very much a new area of research in in the neurosciences uh great live work brother's got replay this well thank you uh please send us a link by email for that um uh but, but, but what do you what do you need me to send you a link for uh, what day and time again um, I will be in Houston um, let me bring that up I'll be in Houston on the 5th of November uh, at the ANC Texas event uh, with Sarah Westall uh, of course, Ryan Dawson. I don't know who Quinones is and my good self. And the address, 
the address uh, I'll put the address and the address the address is wait for it wait for it okay it's at the hilton shadow creek parkway pearland texas uh there it is in the chat um uh, it might be TNT. It will be Clyde Lewis's uh, show webinar. Um, let's see. And uh, let's see. We were right. Don't forget. <laughs> yeah, I did that one. Uh, Chris, you're late. How dare you? <laughs> uh, what country does Kev live in? Japan. Uh, where is the seminar taking place? Uh, there, I did it again. Uh, the Hilton, Shadow Creek Parkway, Pearland, Houston, Texas. Uh, let's see. Um, I think the fifth booster shot is for the Boston University bioweapon. Look, um, you don't need Boston University to be making these recombinants, right? <laughs> Look, is, uh, is RSV even an... RNA virus, RSV. Human virus, single-stranded, yeah, single-stranded RNA, so. Uh, good to see you, uh, Let's see, fermented veggies are an acquired taste. Um, Let's see, daikon is brilliant for anti-phlegm, removing phlegm and preventing phlegm. Yeah, it's a uh, pity it tastes so shite though. Uh, did someone mention things? <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see, did this, did this. Uh, submit to covert moral burrow enhancement and you'll be happy. Good doggy is right. Uh, Call out the nat yeah, I've, I've still got to get past the border, folks. So um, beware, I might not get there. Um, let's see. My daughter and son-in-law both double jabbed. He came down with shingles, affecting his eye, but recovered. She would not listen to me with her PhD in neurobiology. Uh, let's see. One of the hypotheses for migraine is due to vasculature in meninges. I've seen various theories of what triggers it, but something newer people might answer someday. I just know it sucks. Yeah. Any head pain trauma, right, it can seriously impact your life. Right, I had, uh, it hasn't bothered me for a while, but trigeminal neuralgia from uh, the front tooth. When I was a teenager, um, I had a brace put on and my front tooth just reacted to it and the pulp cavity sort of became inflamed and apparently they had to just drill the tooth out but it just sort of just this side of my face I would get these random attacks particularly like if cold weather hit it and god it's excruciating and the just from the tooth 
um, well, just from the tooth, but um, you got a lot of nerve and uh, blood go to that tooth. Let's see. I make thrifting sexy. Yeah. Uh, Clyde Lewis. Uh, I had to put my 15-year-old pup down recently. It's amazing how emotional pain can cause actual physical pain. Yes, yes. Um, let's see. Okay, I think I'm catching up uh, Dr. Kevin McCann webinar link will appear here 30 minutes before the chat one day 16 hours uh, to go should see if the round table can reach consensus on excess death and cause JC seems to be minimising it um, well I mean how do you minimise death we know that we know that there's excess death I mean those are those are all people that uh, left loved ones um, and you know the it hasn't stopped, right? It's, it's still going. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 did that aftermath? Yes. Um, uh, what might prevent your passage? Uh, that they reject my um, exemption, vaccine exemption. They could still turn me around from the border, or that, or that I'm a pain in the uh, side of the authorities in the United States. Maybe it or not the people within the United States. Uh, which a PCR okay? I'm still waiting to find that out. Yeah, and if that's positive, then that screws up. Um, <laughs> poor little cockney urchin, two leg story. <laughs> it's too fake. It wasn't too fake. It uh, got diagnosed as it had after effects. Trigeminal neuralgia. Uh, if that's a killer, that one. People, but they, they call that one the suicide disease because uh, it's because it's so fucking debilitating that plus uh tbi <laughs> my my noggin is uh is it won't take much more <laughs> put it that way right i'm at the end of the chat i gotta get uh ready gotta go pick up my pcr when they call um they still haven't but should be any moment now um but yeah i'm gonna uh, sign out but a webinar tomorrow and um yeah, maybe we'll have Walter on the webinar. Um, I did ask JC, but I haven't heard back from him. So, uh, right, I'm out of here. Take care, guys. God bless. See you in the next one. Bro, you don't know how angry I am. You do. I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking pissed off. After reading that little line, I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. Fuck these papers. I will fucking kill each fucking kappa, I swear! This is not a fucking joke anymore! This is fucking dead serious! I am fucking dead serious! These people don't know who the fuck they actually say, fuck these kappas! No fucking vaccine or MRA or ever flash you on fucking blood blood! Right. 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 Right.